0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Real Talk podcast. We thank you for coming back to continue our discussion on Christian education. We really enjoyed having a conversation with Jason and we really appreciate all the people who listened in, who interacted with us, who had great conversations and who shared those with us. We really hope and we pray that this will continue to be the medium where you guys can do that and that we can continue to have great conversations. For this follow-up episode, we went over a few of the highlights that we thought were really special about that conversation and things that surprised us or, or stood out to us. We touched on a few things that we could have pursued a little further and also some things we could have done better. Um, and we touched on a lot of the listener feedback that we received, tried to interact with a few of the the issues. And hopefully this will be a continuing discussion. We will hopefully have further episodes on this topic. We hope you enjoy this discussion, and this continues to inform and inspire.
1: Ty, how's it going, man? Hey, good. Yeah, well, uh, today is our feedback episode on the previous one we did with Jason Heemshirk on Christian education. So uh, the point of this episode is to talk um well obviously we're talking together but to uh, interact with our feedback we got from listeners uh, we're going to highlight some of the points from the previous episode that we thought are worth yeah just talking about once again briefly and we'll we'll talk about a few things we could have gone further on some points for discussion yeah i guess down the road future episodes yeah for sure and uh yeah like i say take some listener feedback so
0: maybe start off uh, what was your your highlight you saw first ty yeah, I mean, I mean, got a chance to listen to this thing a few times, and and we got some great listener feedback, and I'm pretty excited to do this. Um, so I think the first thing, if we just walk through the episode, um, the first thing that we kind of we, we dove into that I thought was really interesting was the the fact that there's no real neutral view um, or neutral way to educate a kid, and um, we kind of talked about it from a high level, but there's no way to take your worldview or the worldview out of the teacher Mm -hmm. out of, out of a lesson. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, Jason noted that like you always come at it with some form of lens, whether it's the love for the subject or the student or, or, or what it is, but yeah, but there is really no, there's no neutral way to teach. For sure. I mean, it's a simple point,
1: but it's, it's also profound in that. I mean, it's, it's assumption that I think maybe we as Christians are more well aware of, but even so from time to time, you like, you just, it might creep into the back of your head, like, ah, oh, like if you just go to a school, it's just like if you go to university or something, like, right. I mean, it's, yeah. it's there is no neutrality, everyone comes from yeah. different standpoints. So that's, uh, yeah, I mean, simple but very important point. That, yeah, that and I think,
0: yeah, it's not something that's, uh, like controversial or anything, but it's just, it's just that, yeah, it's hard to get, um, away from that. If you, if you believe something that's more humanist, then that just seems to come through in, in the way that's presented in the way that the yeah. teacher teaches it. So, well, um, it's a good starting point
1: too, just for for how that conversation went, right? Just yeah, to know that up front,
0: that's yeah. worldview in play, regardless. Yeah, for sure. You, and then you need to know that. And then we kind of dove in a little harder into Christian, yeah. View what, and what? Yeah, view. what makes a yeah.
1: Christian? And and I thought his analogy on um, chocolate chip versus banana bread. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Like in terms of just you know we're not just sprinkling the holy water of of Christian education, right? Yeah but it, it shouldn't be like the chocolate chip on top. That's not what we want to do. Yeah. It should be like um, banana bread. In, yeah. right? like it should be like the banana infused, and banana bread yeah. infused throughout. Yeah. I thought, yeah, that's uh, that was a fantastic analogy. That yeah, it was really cool. Sense.
0: Yeah, I mean, you don't really think about it in, and maybe we both like come from Christian education background. So like when we went through education, I don't think we really noticed if it was one or the other. But if, if yeah, you can imagine if you have a lesson where it's like, yeah. now insert Christianity, insert Christian. that just doesn't seem to be the same as like, let's infuse this into everything we do. Yeah, it, exactly. Into it's, the, even into the culture of the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. The the more that intangible was, type thing. That was super interesting. Yeah. 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 And then
1: uh, we had we talked about the different models. Maybe you want to you want to speak on that for a sec.
0: Yeah, I mean that's a tough one. We'll get into that a little bit. We, there was a bunch of listener feedback around that too, and and very interesting um, the difference between the reformed Christian schools that we have and that obviously Jason was a part of, he's principal at, at one of these and, mm-hmm. and the difference between that and, and an interdenominational school where I always said non-denominational is what it's interdenominational school, yep. multiple denominations, yep. um, multiple viewpoints in the school. So the models that, that those schools use, uh, Jason pointed out, and I think rightfully so was the, Difference between them is actually a purpose difference. It's like, why was the school set up? And that was like the key thing. So um, just, I guess, to summarize his point a little bit, it was an interdenominational uh, Christian school follows a model where where the board and, and the staff, like the teachers, have to, are kind of forced into a position where they have to lead in a community in the formulation of a worldview or the interpretation or... They kind of have to dictate um, an interpretation of scripture, and then when someone was to send their child to the school, they they have to adopt that as what they believe would be a good worldview to teach their child from. Whereas, so it kind of comes from the school, the leadership, and, and comes from from the leadership board. comes from the school yeah. and the board, I guess. Yeah. yeah, and then they decide, and then they send it to the the parents. Whereas, I think. The, de- the point was that the reform school, the parents lead, they tell the school what. So like well, through the church. Yeah, so the church. Right? Yeah, so you're part of the church. The church dictates what what is believed. Well, not really, but I mean, in essence, the church believes something. The parents are part of that church. They're living members of this church. And then they dictate to the school what to teach their kids. And I think that's a better way. Like, it supports the raising of the children better like yeah, from the ground up as opposed to from the school down. Well, and it, it the reduces track, right? the
1: pressure on, on the educators and, and the board, right? right? Because then they're forced in the, into the position um, where they have to interpret scripture on, you know, whatever the controversial issue of the day is, right? Right. Yeah. Whereas, uh, and they have, you know, I mean, there they're could be great people, but there's more um, financial incentives in play in a school environment right. in terms of uh, like donors or like you need kids from, from this area or whatever, right? Right. Versus um, if you let the churches lead uh, through pastors, you know, God's ordained servants of the word. That um, seems like, I, I mean, in our opinion, at least, I think we would agree on yes. this. Seems like a safer model for keeping uh, the school biblically sound. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, of course, you know, we'll, so. we'll get into this later in the episode as well um, as to if that's too exclusive or, or you know, maybe it is inclusive. Or right. So we'll talk about that, and then um, yeah, we'll we'll kind of go from there, maybe.
0: Yeah, so yeah, well, just touching that, I um, that also came up in the Mission Drift book that we mentioned, and and we'll link that all um, in this episode, so that'll be part of this, so you have some good reading material. Um, they said that often, I think it's it might be more prevalent with businesses, but sometimes those financial uh, gifts that you you mentioned, you know, come along with a a string attached where, you know well maybe the donor's kid doesn't you know like the way this is happening and he's you know or she is swaying a decision in the school and that you kind of get rid of that when it's like church dictates school follows then you know the belief is like in in i think it's in the right direction i mean it's it's hard to uh yeah there's a bunch of different nuanced stuff in there but like it's i think that that is a safer way to you know you get rid of that influence right away it's just not even in anyone's head
1: yeah right so I mean, like the downside of that might be it's more challenging to create change uh, where it's needed in the school because, a, it might maybe change happens but it's very slow, um, and then I mean, b, like right. there might just be too much too much influence from the church. But yeah, I mean, that's again that's a topic for for down the road for more discussion. I think um, I thought another point, and this was super fascinating to me, uh, is he brought up is that the the cross section of the population. That started uh, our schools and our Canadian oh, Reforms yeah. uh, Society here, kind of. Um, they were all very, like, you know, energetic, go getter, like risk taker, yeah. uh, just, you know, uh, entrepreneurial type people, right? Yeah. Which is, I mean, yeah, if you consider that, that's so never thought about that before. No, like, no, no. So not if, until he said it, I was like, yeah. Huh, and it's all these so. type
0: of people who who started, um, yeah, just uh, the community we have yeah. here today. Yeah. And it's not, and he did touch on it, it was not like they were all. I, at first I, I kind of conceptualized that as they were all like-minded, but they weren't all like-minded. No, 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 said, no, Well, they actually, they had fights about it, but they were all of the same spirit. They were like, we're building something we need to here do something. and we need to do something. Yeah. yeah. And it's, so yeah, I mean, maybe let's talk about that a bit. Like we kind of lost that a bit, I think, or like as, as the generations went on, we kind of, we talked about it a bit in the episode too, was we got a little more prosperous, um, a little more affluent and also, and then we, we seems to have lost that, um, the attitude of like kind of like, well the go-getter but then also like they had an attitude of like well okay this is we need to get this to a point where it's acceptable and like it's good enough and then they were okay with it mm-hmm. and now we're beyond that where we're like this isn't good enough how, yeah. let's make this good how do we take like it better. From, from good yeah. to great yeah exactly which is
1: yeah so that's gonna be a product of well it's over time you get a different kind of group of people like um, you know we're kind of just all part of the Canadian population here yeah. So you have all different types. So less of the entrepreneurial, which is, you know, neither a good nor a bad thing. It's just different. And then also, um, you know, they did a good job in, in setting up these schools and these churches, right? So yeah. we have good systems in place. And now it's a matter of, okay, how do we improve these and um, maybe, um, you know, maybe extend access to others? I mean, that's that's a push we've definitely seen too. Yeah, for sure. So how do we manage that? And, you know, how do we improve, uh, improve the curriculum and, and the yeah. education experience for students as well? Yeah,
0: without losing our... Reform values. Reform values. Yeah, yeah which is I mean, you know, I mean that's the whole point yeah. we're having this conversation. So yeah, I mean a lot of pressures and yeah, so I think something that we we probably could have gone into a little deeper um had it not been our first episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I think something we could have pushed a little further was something on that point where um you actually asked it at the end and we didn't really get a chance to push it, but um you asked is is having at school that is meant to serve our Canadian reformed community is that too narrow of a focus for a school should a school have a broader view a broader like reach Mm -hmm. than just that community and so yeah I don't know um I guess I could summarize Jason's point he said he said no I don't think it's it's um too narrow of a focus he kind of gave an analogy of putting glass in houses and and that whole thing um yeah if you know, you put glass in houses, well, you put windows in houses, that's different. That's more narrow. It's, but it's tighter, but it's okay if, you know. Exclusivity is not a bad thing. Right. Um, because it allows you to- To focus specialize. On speci-
1: yeah, spe- yeah, specializing to be very good at that
0: one thing. And also there was, there are other options. So it wasn't that- Yeah. It's not exclusive to the point where you're excluding people, you know, into oblivion, I guess, right? Yeah. So it's- uh, yeah, I mean that that obviously lean, lends to itself to a lot more discussion, but I don't know. Yeah, which is uh, fair
1: enough. But we we did get some feedback from a few listeners on on that and whether whether or not that's yeah, it's um, a like that's just maybe not a great model to set up a school on. Like it's too exclusive. Um, yeah, maybe we'll just go through some of the feedback we got here. Like, oh, basically to to kind of summarize the argument. Um, so the exclusivity of a school like Yido. Um, might be something that is, or, or I would say, this is the general gist of it. At least right. it appears to be unChristian because it is not accepting or open enough. So um, the argument goes that uh, the school opening the school to other Christian kids would provide great value to those kids, and could also show our kids uh, that are already in the school that there are a range of issues that denominations disagree on. But fundamentally, and, and I'm quoting just from one email here. What it means to be Christian is for one to put their complete hope and trust in Christ as their Savior and to seek to live a life of thankfulness toward God and their neighbor, Uh, end of quote. So, but of course, the negative side of exclusivity is that it teaches our kids that our school is better than these other denominational schools. Um, And yeah, the listener kind of argues that this enables hierarchies in Christianity and could cause us to look down on other uh, schools or federations, Right. There's a
0: lot in there that's like, oh, yeah. I think. So right off the top, I think, I think this was a, a feeling from a lot of the listener feedback, and it's tough to deal with an issue like, um, you said, the exclusivity of a school, you know, say like Guido, it appears to be unChristian because how did you how did you put it's that? It's not
1: open enough, and it's not inclusive enough, which you know, like the the Gospels for for all those who would who would come to believe in Christ, right? Right. Or so or right, you, know you should say. Yeah, so I mean, it's so maybe let's pick that apart of it. So let's let's take this idea of of hierarchies, right? That that uh, this can potentially bring out. So obviously, scripture says like like there there shouldn't be any hierarchies amongst uh, amongst the church amongst us as Christians. You know, like uh, one Corinthians uh, twelve here, for just as the body is one and as many members, and all the members of the body though, many are one body. So is it is with Christ. For in one spirit, we were all baptized into one body. Jews or Greeks, slaves are free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. So, you know, it's all, yeah. we're all
0: part of the same, one body, right. different but, roles, but equal. Okay, so that, that is, I think that is a good, a good way to put it. Although it begs the question, are other denominations the same as our denomination? I think a passage like that highlights that they were all of one faith. Whereas how do you know, you know, they're all of one faith. And yeah. I guess, um, so another, I don't know if we want to loop this in now, but there was another um, listener who who wrote in um, actually on one of our comment pages. And he said that because these kids are baptized, they also um, share in the, club, the covenant. So as a teacher, how do you like, how do you know? Well, they're all in the covenant. So they're all part of this. Well, his, right? so his point was, and, and this is kind of going with the question
1: I asked Jason at the end there. Um, so, regardless of whether the child is baptized or is sent to the school by parents who who didn't baptize the child at birth, but are hoping, you know, that child will be baptized when it uh, when he or she comes to faith, right? Uh, in a Baptist uh, view, right? Either way, they are hoping that the child will um, be educated and learn and um, respond in faith. So, from a teacher's standpoint. What difference does that make? Now, in terms of how you treat the student, I would say none. But in terms of, for example, how you teach about the covenant, that's going to make a difference right there. Right. So in an interdenominational school, I guess you would have to present these views but not say which one is correct or whatever, or scripturally, you know, accurate. Which, you know, I mean, that's a model and that's, that's one way of doing it. Um, but can we you know, like we do in our reform schools, you can teach to different views and then say, here's what we believe as as reformed Christians.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, of course. I think it goes back, I think we just keep going back to the discussion we have with Jason where um, obviously there's no neutral ground, but there's a difference in these models, right? So we teach we teach from a Christian view, but then um, it, yeah, it kind of comes back to who has to decide about how to how to teach those things. And he, he brought up that, um, was it a Mennonite child who, who was in yeah, I think so. in, a, in a school learning about what church is but never had been to a church. Yeah, and, just a home church, right? Right, yeah. yeah, right. So it's it's not that it made it worse, it just it made it different. And it made it, you know, it, it has a, I think it, I can't say a danger, it has a tendency maybe to make the lesson less deep for the students who are in, say, the community where they all have the same, Okay. But to be fair, to be fair to
1: those who are more in favor of opening up the school, like it would also provide a, uh, a wide variety of perspectives right, for uh, reform kids in like, let's say Guido. Right. To, Which I think is that
0: it kind of point. Yeah. We definitely have of feedback about that. Right. It's like, how do you, how do you, um, bring in all those other views when they're not there? It's mm-hmm. like, now it's up to the teacher who has to go and to discover what, what we well, or discover what views are out there. And then also like, you know, how to deal with those, like, different, you know, maybe maybe nuanced views, maybe completely, you know, incorrect. But, you know, obviously having a, a variety of students lends itself to that.
1: Yeah. So, okay, so maybe to go back to the hierarchy thing. So I, I would agree with that feedback. Like there should not be hierarchies among us as Christians. However, um, obviously that does not mean there aren't differences as is evidenced by right. the wide variety of different churches and denominations there are.
0: Yeah, so I think that goes back to the churches, right? So, so the churches, um, the churches are, I can't say, yeah, we said dictating before, but it's the churches lead, and the the school follows what the churches do. Um, whereas, you know, if if we bring in other kids, the churches can no longer lead the school because the school has a different context now. Split leadership, right? Yeah. Whereas, like the this the church can be itself, and and teach what it believes, and the, the preaching can be sound every Sunday exactly the same, regardless of who's in the pew. Mm-hmm. Whereas a school can't be, they can't do that. A teacher can't do the same thing as a, uh, a minister does, where a minister could preach the same sermon regardless of who's sitting there. Yeah. Whereas a teacher has to tailor a, a a lesson you know, based on who's sitting in front of them. Yeah, which is I guess it's something that we never really talked about, and something we can definitely, you know, yeah, definitely something we can talk about with someone else. Or, or and I can't Jason remember if this was
1: know. on the podcast or, or following the podcast because we ended up talking for quite a while. Yeah, um, but the point of uh, like the, the church, the structure we have in place where the church uh, is the lead uh, when it comes to exclusivity. At Jason's point was it's not exclusive. It's actually very inclusive because it's just, you start with the church. So the yep. school is, is like, it's almost like the wrong door, like the wrong entrance point. It's yep. like, because, and I think this was his argument as well, um, it is the, that's God's chosen instrument, uh, primary at least, uh, primarily at least, is the church and the yep. preaching of the gospel. That is the fundamental first way of, yeah, of coming to know uh, who Jesus Christ is. Yeah, and, I mean, ministers are trained for that. Well, there's, right? there's and, that too. So And they, that's, uh, yeah. Um, and they're on the authority of the council right. as, as kind of a check and whatnot.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I can't. It's it's very hard to grapple with this idea. We we'll definitely have to have more conversations about this topic. Yeah. And, and you know, put that on the schedule. Because it's, I mean, oh, um, totally. it's so deep. And I, I don't disagree with, with the listener feedback on this. Because it's like, yes, it can be a good missional tool to show, you know, say, even unchurched kids, mm-hmm. you know, what our Christian values are. Is it wise though? That's I mean that's the right. question. Oh yeah. Well I mean we're both young and we both remember probably pretty vividly all the you know the things that went on in the school and I think that is like the same discussion they have with sports leagues or something like that. Right. Where yeah. it's like bring kid bring people onto a field and let's show them how Christian we are. And then in reality, you know, does everyone well that's you a know, lot of responsibility to put on kids too well exactly like, but, i mean well know, it's, it's not just the kids in the school right but well yeah in the sports league but but yeah i mean it's like you you're, slide you're tackle, in high school you're trying right? to figure out your life like who you yeah. are and then
1: if your parents are like oh hey you gotta be a good witness to these unchurch kids in your school like right i mean some kids could definitely do it right i don't, but then, I don't know I mean, if i could have done
0: it right exactly so. I know, it's tough. Well, I mean, it, the leadership helps, I guess, in the church or in the school, right? Like, I mean, the, the principal the teachers and, and and that culture can show, um, can definitely show on church people, like, you mm-hmm. know, at least the gist of what we're like. But yep. it's, um, yeah, it's it's very tough to see, like, and also how many, how many kids yeah, if you can you get a, before you it starts or a number. turning or... You know, do you have one charismatic kid in the class who can turn the class to something else? And I mean, who knows? You this, can, this goes down you can argues, a lot of rabbit holes. You can, <laughs> yeah, you can argue this so many different ways and, and, and back and forth. So it's uh, definitely something we got to grapple with a bit more. I think as a community, too, like, well, uh, hopefully our yeah. listeners keep interacting with this And yeah, just you know, let's keep having more conversations on this. I mean, obviously, again, sure. that's the whole point of this podcast. Yeah, And I mean, <laughs> if you want to send us more feedback, we'd love to hear. You know how you how you could work around some of these issues or what like who we should talk to who we should talk to next and and let's uh, let's have yeah. another conversation about this because um, definitely definitely some more content yeah. here we got <laughs> to keep talking because there are yeah. issues to discuss so I for think sure. with that we'll
1: probably wrap it up um, you know you don't need to hear us blab all day long
0: not for uh, our first one anyways we'll uh yeah, yeah we'll
1: keep it pretty tight so that was kind of what we thought a few things that stood out on this episode yeah. and some of the feedback we got um, so once again just very encouraged by
0: all the feedback. Yeah, Thank you so much. We on the cool. intro episode too. Tons of people listening. Just tons of people interacting. Yeah, it's just all great. over the world too. That's, yeah, I mean, yeah, a couple, couple of people down <laughs> in Oz and whatnot. So, yeah.
1: it's yeah, it's been cool. Like we we had this idea for for a, uh, just a platform to discuss ideas. Yeah. And um, you know, like we say, we're, we're not the experts here at all. We're just yeah. hoping to facilitate conversation, ask honest questions, have yeah. real conversations, and it's working so far we hope to keep improving as as podcasters and yeah uh, yeah getting better at asking questions for sure a few less ums and ahs and, yeah. and likes
0: and such so we definitely uh yeah and there's one <laughs> yep. yep we definitely well, i let to do it a whole bunch right but it's uh yeah the listening for understanding that jason was talking about it was just like yep, yep okay that's what we got to do yeah and so uh we'll do that do our best yeah. see what we can do so just uh, a big thank you to you all really appreciate
1: you for yep. listening and, and putting your your time into to listening to us talk i will link all the, uh, the details in the description and for sure our social media. also for that book we talked yes about for mission and, drift yep for sure so until Good next stuff. time folks um uh, yeah stay keep listening having your conversations now. keep having real conversations all see right.
0: you cheers
1: Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Real Talk. To send us your feedback, email us at reformedrealtalk at gmail.com. Go to our website at realtalkpodcast.ca or follow us on social media on Facebook or Instagram at realtalk under the handle reformedrealtalk if you're searching for us and leave us your comments or questions there. We look forward to your feedback as this is what helps us grow as a community and have real conversations. This show is produced by Lucas Holtfleur and Tyler Vanderwood. The music is provided by Calvin Hutton. And that's it for now, folks. Keep having real conversations. We hope you were informed and inspired by this episode. Until next time. Bye-bye.